This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is the purpose of meditation. So Diana, talk to me about some of your meditation experiences. Well, as far as meditation, I have to, you know, kind of start where I'm not consistent with it. But my experience when I have meditated has just been a place of peace. Um, Being able to block out all of the noise and, and as I always say, listening to the birds and being able to become one with not all the busy noise like the cars and the TV and all of that which is off but I can hear things that I wouldn't necessarily hear Mm -hmm. before and it feels like I'm outside of myself Mm -hmm. and um, my eyes are usually closed and I'm just able to see different things and I can feel energy actually coming to me so it's very peaceful for me and I feel relaxed and energized at the same time Mm -hmm. so so when you meditate are you doing anything are you just listening like what are you I actually I'm not doing anything I'm in a quiet space Uh, you know I typically take some deep breaths to kind of calm myself down I can't have anything that's on or any music or anything because it distracts me Mm -hmm. so I'm really in a I would say sometimes I'm in my living room, sitting on the sofa, and I'm just quiet, Mm -hmm. you know, and the more quiet I am and blocking out everything else, the more energy and more relaxed that I feel. Mm -hmm. So I really have to make sure that my cell phone is nowhere near me so I can't hear it buzz because if I hear it buzz, I'm going to (laughs) stop (laughs) because, you know, addicted to my phone, I think and um, no other distractions. Mm -hmm. And so when you're done with your meditation, like, how does that feel? I feel, I feel different and it's almost like it's an indescribable type thing um, that, like I said before, I'm in another place. It's like I'm in another realm Mm -hmm. and um, I'm not sure where that place is, but it is such a comfortable and um, beautiful place mm. and it's a place of colors if I really um, really dig deep and because I can go deeper and deeper but I go deeper with the breaths that I take mm-hmm. you know the longer that um, I breathe in and then I breathe out I'm going deeper and deeper into this beautiful place mm. that sounds lovely <laughs> so Talk to us about your meditation experiences. Okay. <laughs> so, let's see. I have tried to do the quiet type of meditation. And um, in the past, I would say this has been a long time when I tried this. Um, but I would try to do the slow breathing. Mm-hmm. And I would try to take 10 deep breaths, like 10 slow breaths. And so I would go... One. (laughs) 
See, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I get to two. I might make it to three, but never be on three. Okay. And then my mind would just be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And um, so whenever I would do like the quiet meditations, I never was successful with it. Um, yeah. So I would just have to keep bringing my mind back to my breath. And then I said, okay, this time, no matter what, I'm going to make it to 10. And then I make it to about two or three, and then I'm gone again somewhere else. And so um, after that, I tried that, you know, probably for two weeks straight. And I didn't have any success, and I didn't see myself getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I switched to doing more like a walking meditation, which is what I typically do. Um, and I'm actually talking out loud. So I'm, okay. I'm walking and talking out loud. and. So when I'm talking, I'm basically saying um, everything that I want in my life. And usually, you know, I, I know I've shared this a couple of times before, but, you know, I recognize the um, oneness of the universe and I recognize, you know, myself radiating love to everyone and everything. And I um, see myself in other people and other people and myself. So these are just some of the things that I'm saying to myself. Um, I'm saying that my intentions have infinite organizing abilities. And so when I'm, while I'm doing those different things, saying those different um, mantras out loud to myself, I'm actually visualizing those things. So if I'm saying, you know, I'm radiating love like a bonfire, then I'm actually seeing myself radiating love like a bonfire or if I'm seeing myself as you and you as me Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing our interconnectedness I'm seeing my connection to the universe or when I'm saying um, my intentions have infinite organizing abilities and I'm actually seeing like what are my intentions what is it that I wish to create to accomplish today and what are my long-term creations and so I'm seeing that and um, experiencing it while I'm doing it and so it is true that while I'm doing it um, I'm, I also lose track of time and space um, I'm not I'm pretty much not in my I'm not aware of my body in our vet I'm more mm-hmm. aware of this communion with the universe mm-hmm. um, and it becomes a beautiful space for me um, and I feel I feel the thing that I'm focusing on. And sometimes it takes me a while to feel the thing um, because I could do it kind of, you know, without focusing on it, I guess. And then, but I won't stop until I feel that change, until I feel like I am now radiating love. So sometimes I might have to say it two times and then I'm already feeling this radiation and then sometimes I might have to say it 20 times you know it just depends on the day and then I also do others other things like um patience it just depends on what I want for that day whether it's patience or um, inspiration or to be creative or you know um the thing that I've come back to lately is really um focusing on my health Mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm repairing any things that aren't working correctly. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I do mine. Okay, so there just is, like, and from what I'm hearing, there are many ways to do meditations. Would you agree? You know, I 
would I would imagine. So I don't know if what I'm doing is orthodox, but I know it works for me. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't I don't know the Dalai Lama would agree. <laughs> I don't think he would probably. You know, it's like that's not the way you're supposed to do it. But um, and when you said you was walking and speaking it out loud. And um, and see, I would be if you, walking outside. I suppose mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mostly. I would mm-hmm. I would be completely distracted because I'm looking at the birds. I'm listening to all of these different things, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's peaceful to me as well. But I like the quiet. I did try with the music, mm-hmm. and I forgot to say, of course, and as you know me and others, I did have you know lavender around. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So that's the one thing that helps me as well. And with the breathing, um, and as you said, the 10 deep breaths that you were doing mm-hmm. worked well. You tried it to work, work for you. <laughs> for you. I, I don't think I could have done that much because I would have I would have fell asleep, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm so calm. And I tried different ways, but that's the best way for me mm-hmm. is actually just being quiet. And, and the key point that you definitely said, what works for you? Mm-hmm. And then I think that is is very important because you were speaking of different things, working on your health and all different types of things that you spoke out into the atmosphere or into the universe. And for me... I wasn't necessarily thinking and focusing on one particular thing other than I just wanted to feel relaxed and just be calm mm-hmm. and still because that's very rare for me mm-hmm. and that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was focusing on it, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't really speak out anything loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess probably you can find many theories as to what meditation does for people. Um, but one of the things that I really like um, as far as the explanation for why meditation is important um, and a lot of it is what you already said is that it really it quiets your mind and they say what happens is um, your frontal lobe will actually take over will take charge and it'll quiet all the chatter that's going on um, it'll make everything kind of just quiet down and you can just focus in on one thing And so when you're able to focus on that thing, then that's where the magic happens And so I know we've talked about before like when you're still Then you could drop pebbles mm-hmm. into that field of possibilities um, the thing about like oh, you know what I heard somebody say something I, I hope I can do it justice I don't even know if I can but they were saying how like for example if we're stressed mm-hmm. that we become denser beings like we become more body focused and um, but when we're not stressed we become more energy so we become we literally become lighter beings and a lot of times we can feel that, like we can feel the heaviness of, you know, the stress. And then when you're um, feeling better, you'll say, I feel free, light and free. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yep. um, so I really like um, what they were saying, but they're saying that this is a scientifically proven thing that we become dense when we're stressed and then we become lighter when we're not stressed and we become more energy and our energy field actually expands like you can you can look at a person's energy field 
and you can just see okay that person is stressed that person is stressed that person isn't just by looking at how wide their energy field is so you know a lot of times on the podcast we talk about how you can create your future um, you can just imagine what it is that you mm-hmm. want and then the act of imagining it and dipping into that as frequently as possible that's how you create and bring to you everything it is that you want well a lot of people say that that's hard to do um, and I'm you know from where I'm sitting I'm like well that's easy to do like it's easy for me to manifest the things that I want and so I, I hadn't been clear on why people are saying it's hard except one of the reasons why I think people say it's hard is because I think people aren't really doing the work seriously um, which I'll get back to that in a minute but the other thing um, that this whole theory is saying is that it's it's hard to for matter to impact matter it's hard for um, the physical to then bring physical through to fruition right Mm -hmm. but it's much easier for energy to move matter energy can bring it so the wider your energy field is the more energy the lighter you are the easier it is for you to act on matter and to draw it to you so I thought that was an interesting that is interesting and when you when you were saying some people you know thinks it's hard to do that I think um, that it can be hard because it's so many for me it's just so many different levels to that because if you're envisioning and and thinking about um, a certain thing that you might want but if you don't really believe it that you know you can bring this to you that this is going to happen you know i think that's a part of it i'm i'm visualizing okay that um i want to attract a mate or i want to travel or i want a business i'm visualizing and i can see it but if i don't have it if i really don't believe that i can do that i think that kind of cuts that off Mm. what do you think i mean i guess that i guess that could i I'm, i'm not really sure that if if you're not believing it then you're not doing your envision you're not visioning correctly <laughs> you ain't doing something right <laughs> no seriously um i don't think you really have to believe it you have to believe it in the moment hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's almost like you're becoming an actor so when if you watch the best actors on in on the movie screens or whatever you believe that they believe they're who they're pretending to be like you forget that they're denzel washington or or whoever you believe is whoever they're playing that role and that's when you're envisioning you're envisioning yourself as the person that you want to be you're you're feeling it that's the whole like if you're not there if you're not feeling that oh, I'm this person that has this thing, then you have to make yourself feel that. Like, that's the thing, that's the beauty of humans is that we have the ability to manufacture feelings. If if I, at this moment, um, you know, people use this example all the time. If someone um, knocked on the door, called your phone and was like, you know what, you just won a million dollars, you will automatically feel a certain feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But what if you didn't really win it? They just told you that. So it wasn't the winning of the money, it was the thought that you had that created the excitement, the thought that, that you want. 
And so it's the thinking that allows us to manufacture certain feelings. So if I'm doing it, if I'm visualizing it as if I'm that person, I'm the person who am in Portugal, I'm that person and I'm experiencing it like real time. I'm experiencing myself being in Portugal. So it's not like I have to believe it when I come out of the <laughs> that vision. But while in that moment, you're believing it. You're believing it with everything in you. You're loving it. You're feeling it. It's like you're really there. And so that's how intense the vision needs to be. Um, and ideally, the more you dip into that, like the more you believe it, the more you spend time in that, if it's five minutes, however long it is, the closer you're going to draw your brain and everything to creating that thing. So, yeah, if, if you're not really believing it while you're doing the visioning, then there's something you missed in terms of the instruction. Okay. <laughs> so you went, you were going to say about, um, you want to go back to um, possibly people not doing the work. Right. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, I think it's easy to not really do it um, in terms of, well, I don't feel like doing it today because I got a headache or I had a hard day today, so I'm not going to do it today. Like it's all, it's easy to come up with a thousand reasons why you're not going to take that five minutes to make your future better. Like we come up with all kinds of reasons not to do it, but mostly it's because we don't believe because really if if we believe that if I took five minutes and thought about this stuff and felt it, like, why wouldn't I do that for myself? You know, so really it does boil down to you don't believe it. But then you'll you'll say, I tried it and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But did you really try it or did you just half-heartedly do it? And um, I was I was actually listening to someone talk about and I might have mentioned this already before, but I was listening to someone talk about how, um, you know, the body can start controlling the mind because we have programmed the body with all kinds of these negative chemicals and the body becomes dependent on those chemicals. Mm-hmm. And so your mind is saying, okay, I want to do this. And your body saying, uh-uh, we're going to lay right here today or whatever. Your body rebels. And, um, but I love the analogy of, you know, and tell me if I've already shared this part. I think I did. The analogy of being on a horse. And so anyway. I don't remember that. Mm-mm. So the person who was sharing this is, um, I've, been a follow, I've been following um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And one of the things, he gave an analogy. He said that he lives somewhere where it's cold um, for part of the year, maybe northern, um, northwestern United States, perhaps. But it's cold for a long period of time. And so he's, he owns horses and he mm-hmm. rides them and things like that. But he doesn't ride when it's cold. So um, when it's cold, you know, the horses, I guess they kind of do what they want to do. But when it gets warm, he's ready to put that saddle on the horse and get on the horse. And he's like, do you think that horse be like, hey, buddy, no. hop on my back? <laughs> he's like, no, that horse is going to try to run me dead into the wall to knock me off his back. And so he's basically like he has to take control of the horse. And so every time he sees his horse 
he sees his um right ear kind of turned towards the wall he knows uh-oh he about to toss me <laughs> so he says every time he sees that happen he'll pull on the reins like stop and he forces that horse to stand there until he hears the horse go <sighs> like basically giving uh -huh. it okay and so he lets that horse take a couple of more steps or whatever and as soon as he sees that ear turn again he pulls those reins again forces the horse to stop and then he waits until the horse goes <sighs> and so he's like this is a long process and mm -hmm. he just does this and does this and sometimes he can only get one step out of the horse before he has to stop but eventually the horse will give in to his will and then he's able to ride the horse again but the analogy in this is that he is the mind and the horse is the body and so how that will relate to us obviously is like how I was saying how sometimes our body will take control of the mind mm -hmm. and our body will tell us what to do but we're the mind and we have to tell the body what to do and so like in the um, example that I was given when I was saying I was trying to take the 10 breaths and I couldn't or whatever so he he says that you force it to do that like you were like mm-mm you gonna sit here until you take those 10 breaths like basically you tell your body you know this is what's going to happen and every time it doesn't you just have to start over and try again and just start over and try again and start over and you don't allow yourself to get up until a change has occurred until you've done what you're to do so um honestly when i tried that those weeks ago i mean those years ago um i, tr I did i tried something similar to that in terms of I'm going to sit here until I get the 10 breaths and I never made it to the 10. But he's basically like, no, you sit there until you, you, sit get, there the until you get it done. And, and, you know, it's not like he's saying you got to do 10 breaths right. or whatever. But what he's saying is um, if the goal is, let's say, for you to heal, let's say if that's what you're meditating about is on your healing, then you sit there until you're able to feel the feeling that you're healed. So you don't allow yourself to get up until you feel that feeling. So it's kind of like what you were just saying, well, what if the person doesn't believe it? Well, then you don't get up from your meditation until you have created those chemicals in your body that makes you believe that right now you are blank. You are healed or you are in Portugal mm -hmm. or you are in that relationship that you want or you have the abundance of money flowing to you or whatever it is that you want. You don't get up from that space until you are now feeling like it. And he says, because if you get up um, from the meditation feeling the same way you felt when you sat down, then what good was it? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I definitely want to um, get back into the practice of meditating again. And because it's so rewarding and that peaceful, loving feeling that, you know, I experience is, you know, would definitely make a difference in my life. And I'm sure it will make a difference. Um, with so many others that, you know, just try it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. And just, it really is important for a number of reasons because like what you're saying, um, or what I'm understanding you to say is that it's a place of relaxation yes. for you. Mm -hmm. And just the whole idea of just relaxing and, and bringing your body into equilibrium and balance and having that space where... Basically, you're nothing, you're no one. You're just communing with the divine. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what could be more important than that. 
And then um, like my meditations, it actually allows me to dip into the field of possibilities because there's so many potentials out there of what life could be. And so I'm getting to choose, I'm getting to pick, well, which one do I want? You know, and I think um, by actually focusing your energy there of what it is you want and choosing from the field of potential. I mean, can you imagine really how many possibilities are out there? Mm -hmm. And we we choose, we get um, comfortable with just a few. And it's just so much. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just I like the idea of choosing which one I want to experience at this time. And so that's what that does for me. And, um, you know, scientific research agrees that meditation has so many benefits across the gamut, just so many different things. Um, so yeah, it's just really important, no matter what side you fall on, mm -hmm. whether you're trying to dip stuff into the potentials or whether you're trying to relax your body and that type of thing, it's, it's just so important for us to take that time. And meditation isn't a new thing. It's actually an ancient mm -hmm. practice mm -hmm. that has happened way before any of us. And, um, you know, and like I said, for me, it's just really been a, a good space. So thank you for sharing that with us. So until next time, this is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.